We've all heard the explicit phrase, fuck bitches, get money. But is there a certain sense of wisdom behind those words? We're going to break that down philosophically, not here to be offensive, but just to get into the root of the matter. Then we're going to discuss Mike Bloomberg's first presidential debate and the massacre that he endured from Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and where the Democratic Party is heading. And then we're going to discuss the viral video about the young boy who happens to be a dwarf that is getting bullied and his mom putting that out there and all the support that he's garnered from that video. But what's the backdrop to the whole situation? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go on to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. A lot to get to today. We have... All right. With the, the Quaden situation, the bully boy, what's the appropriate terminology? Because you have... Midget, dwarf, you know, not trying to be like yeah. off- offensive, but I don't really know like what the politically correct terminology is. I yeah. I guess it would be dwarf because that's why I use that in the intro because they say that it's dwarfism that yeah. like, the, the 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 yeah the, like the I've, disability if you will yeah I've heard that's what you say or, or little people, but little people seems like but yeah, but little people doesn't like describe a disability because yeah. like a, a, a child could be a little person that's like yeah. oh, that's a little person it's a child perfectly healthy no disability just a child yeah so, yeah yeah so i guess but it's still a little person so I, I i guess we'll go with dwarf you don't want to microaggress a little child you know what i mean hey little person as it's like okay all right cool thank you for not calling me a dwarf because that's not what i am you right. know what i mean Exactly. So it's it's hard. It it I I don't really know. And like in today's day and age, like it's so. I know for sure it's midget. No. Yeah. Because I, I remember there was like, I was downtown. And I saw two midgets, little people, and my sister was like, "Oh, well, you're not supposed to say that." I was like, "Well, isn't that what they are?" She's like, "Well, no. They, you call them little people." I was like, "Oh, wow." I was ignorant to it, but I was like, "Well." I feel like little people sounds worse. It's right? kind of offensive too. Yeah, like if I like if I was a, Look, a little you're person, such a little person. Like <laughs> it's just like sort of uh, like patronizing. Yeah, I feel that that sounds more patronizing than like just midget or or dwarf. But for the sake of it. But what I do know yeah. is whether it's little people, midgets, dwarfs, any of that, they don't have souls. I do know. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> they're soulless. Yes, that's <laughs> no. But that, that it's funny because that we used to like joke around with yeah. that, and we have we have a very crude sense of humor. But uh, it was funny because when we went to go see, uh, this is some years ago, us and all of our friends, we went to go see the Wolf of Wall Street, and there's a scene in there where they they're discussing yeah dwarfs 
and yeah. like yeah. they're throwing them around and stuff like that and they're on the verge of saying that they don't have souls but they never actually say and like yeah. i remember you and i were like oh shit are they about to say our joke yeah 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 because they're like yeah you don't just don't look at them in their eyes just no no eye contact and like yeah you could just throw them around do whatever it is you have to do just don't look at them in their eyes and like you and i were looking at each other like yeah, these motherfuckers about to say that these guys or these dwarves don't have souls like this is this is nuts but yeah that's uh just jokes though yeah. just jokes like people people get very very offended yeah. but i mean it's just it's just jokes i mean i I've, I've, and, and just like you could do a joke for a little person, you could do a joke for a, a big, tall person. Yeah. Because how many times have our friends have called you a klutz because, like, you yeah. keep knocking shit over and all of that. Or dude like from, uh, fucking Herman Munster yeah. just knocking shit over and stuff like that. So, so it's, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. It's not, it's not anything hateful or, or anything like that. No, at the um, end of the day, it's the character of the person, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, we have all that to get to today. What do you want to cover first? Shit. We have the debate. We have bullying of the 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 little boy, and then we have um, fuck bitches get money, or <laughs> as I like to put it, disregard women acquire currency. <laughs> no, that that's like a meme. Did you ever see that meme yeah. where it's like this like white like boy with like a bowl haircut he looks like kind of nerdy and his his yearbook quote is uh, disregard women uh acquire <laughs> currency that that dude is the truth i i don't know you want to talk about quaden or, or you want to uh, we'll, we'll do yeah we'll do quaden and then we'll we'll yeah. we'll go from there um so quaden is is the young boy's name that is featured in a video that has gone viral that his mother posted and in that video this boy looks very distressed very sad and he's saying that he's going to kill himself and he keeps repeating it and in that video the mom is stressing to teachers school administrators other parents the importance of teaching their own children not to be bullies and to be better watchdogs about bullies and so on and so forth and the video is pretty sad just the idea that like somebody so young would want yeah. to kill themselves based off being bullied and yeah. picked on and 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 treated poorly what was your initial thought when you saw that video um there was things in that video that i felt um, were not discussed and were not mentioned. Like when the kid says, well, you say I'm the stupidest kid in class or something like that. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. Like, so you say, I'm, I'm like the dumbest kid in class. He, so, he's, so he's saying that to his mom? Yeah. Okay. So so it's like he's mad not only at the fact that he was bullied, but like you even make fun of me, mom. So I felt that. I didn't catch that at all. And I didn't, I never, I didn't hear anybody else talking about that. Yeah, no one, no one talked about well, it. So, are they yeah. Australian or what? Yeah. Are, oh, because it's they. Uh, you could hear the mom has some sort of an accent. It sounds Australian. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, they were. They're Australian, and um, and I guess he was. Well, well, we'll get to that part because I think it'll mesh better once we go over the whole ordeal. So I felt like okay, well, um, that begs to question like how you treat your son, you know, so. I mean that that's one thing. If kids, 
if, if, if kids are making fun of him, but like you should support your, your kid and you should, you know, as a mom, you should, you should be a little bit more, more patient when it comes to, cause I'm guessing she probably got mad at him cause of like school stuff. Maybe she said, Oh, you're dumb. You're the dumbest kid in class or something, mm-hmm. you know, and understand, you know, everyone learns in their, in their own pace or whatever. Um, so that's not good. That's not a good support system. But at the same time, she also said other things that I felt were were kind of lacking in 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 the grand scheme of things. Like what? She she said, uh, "Oh, see, the, the anti-bullying stuff isn't working. You see, guys, like this anti. We need to do something about about this. We need to do something." Yeah. And and like as if like and like this whole anti-bullying campaign is supposed to stop children from being children and yeah. you know you, you know kids sometimes they're like so crude and honest and say whatever you know what i mean yeah so it, it comes off as asshole-ish but it's really like kids being kids and you if you develop your kid in a very sensitive environment they're going to perceive what's normal childlike behavior as bullying or being picked on but yeah. it really isn't the case. I mean, just a simple experiment. Imagine you take somebody from a very sheltered, sensitive background and you put them in a room with us and the rest of our friends and how we talk to each other. Oh, yeah. That that would not bode well for them. And especially if we're trying to like loosen them up and engage with them the way we engage with each other, yeah. they might feel a little bit offended. They might even feel picked on. Not realizing that, well, everybody gets treated like this. This is sort of, if you will, might be a little bit primitive, but a rite of passage. You know, this yeah. is this is how some people get down. And, and kids especially. Kids are very tribal. Yes. They're very tribal. And it's like there's they, they believe in certain rites of passages. They believe in in certain things. And to be quite honest... With kids, if you stand up for yourself, because there is there is a hierarchy. If you stand up for yourself, kids typically, I'm not saying that there aren't kids that are mean-spirited because there are some kids that are mean-spirited, but, but kids learn their lesson when it's taught by other kids very quickly. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, not him. Like, I no, I don't want to mess with him or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's it because of how tribal they are and and how they operate generally speaking, um, so you said you you had a problem with this no her notion that like the anti bullying campaigns aren't aren't working yeah and that there must be something done about all this stuff when in reality sometimes the the biggest thing is having a good uh, uh what do I say like a base at home of of support from your family and, and close friends. Um, that helps a lot. I felt, I feel sometimes you have to sit your kid down and tell them the cold hard truth about how life works and how this is not like something out of the ordinary, you know, uh, like you said, uh, you should, you should stand up for yourself. If you have to fight, sometimes that, that might, that might be uh, a solution, and and obviously not the first solution, not the one that you want to do first, but uh, or, or or not the 
action you want to take first, but sometimes you have to yeah. take that approach because people aren't just going to respect you, uh, especially, like you said, kids, being tribal, um, it, it being so about like, oh, well, you're weird, shut the fuck up or something. Oh, well, no, shut, you shut the fuck up. You know, like, don't don't be shy to tell someone, put them in their place. Yeah. And I feel that that does go a long way uh, in general. Um, that's, that's how I feel about, about, the, obviously, you know, like it's sad. Like when I saw the, the video, how he said he wanted to kill himself, just kill me already. You know, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see a kid feeling like that or, or, or anything like that. But then that's where leadership, the leadership of a parent really does matter. And it's very important. Yeah. Uh, I would not, I wouldn't even cry. Like maybe on my own time. But I, I I feel like at that time I should not be crying with my kid. No, like, no, no, no. You know I, what I mean? I don't I don't think so. I don't think so whatsoever. Cause, I, cause, also, I yeah. I think that um. Well, my my first thoughts when I saw the video, obviously at face value, you see the kid, and and that that part is sad. But instantly, immediately after that, I was like. This is pretty bad parenting. Like this this was my own this was my own assessment. And for and for a multitude of reasons. One, I'm not a proponent of like the anti-bullying campaigns at all. I don't believe in it. I think I think it's very weak on parents' parts to to attempt to change the system when there's an old Chinese proverb that goes, you prepare your children for the road. You do not attempt to prepare the road for your children. This is the road that you're going down. This is how this is how this road works. Growing up, I didn't have any older brothers. I didn't. And... I didn't have like like older cousins that were close to me. It was just it was just me. It was just me going to school in my travels by myself. So my parents, being good parents, I went to I went to karate. I took karate lessons. I went to taekwondo. When I learned how to ride a bike, I didn't like learn how to ride a bike with training wheels. Is you fall, you get back up, you wipe it off, you get back on, you don't cry, like all of that stuff. And I'm not saying it wasn't like the the people want to say, oh, the toxic masculinity of boys don't cry. No, it wasn't all of that. It was just that I am not always going, uh, from the parents' perspective, I am not always going to be here. I can't always defend you from another kid. I can't always wipe your boo-boo away. You have to get up. You have to fight. You have to keep moving. One day I will not be here. That was pretty much yeah. that was pretty much the mindset of it. I was talking to my mom about this Quaden situation the other day and I wanted to get her thoughts on it. And it was funny is for as sweet and kind and gentle as my mom is, yeah. she shared the very same sentiments and it was so nice and refreshing. For her to share the same sentiments as me. Because sometimes people like kind of make me feel like I'm too cold or callous. Yeah. And she was like, no, absolutely not. She And then my mom even said, she's like, and if you think about it, 
She's like, you weren't the biggest kid. Like you're, you weren't, you know, you weren't the smallest either. And so your, your situation was much different from Quaden's, but you weren't the biggest kid. And she's like, you never once came home on some, oh, this kid is bothering me. This kid is picking on me. Yeah. Nothing. She's like, for all I know, you were the bully because like you never like complained about that stuff. And I just never did because my thing was in those in in those martial arts classes and and through the teachings of my parents i learned yes i don't go picking fights but i am not a victim yeah to me what this quaden situation was and the, what the mom was doing was highlighting hey everybody my child is a victim he yeah. is a victim quaden you are a victim feel sorry for us feel sorry for me and another thing too I am inclined to believe, I don't know 100%, but I'm very inclined to believe that that is a single mother household situation. Because if I was the father and involved father, I would have been like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing putting our son on the internet before I get a chance to set his mind right about yeah. like what he just experienced? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I would be royally pissed. You are destroying this child. Like you're destroying them. And then all of these, all of these, these people that that have reached out. It's all nice. Like Hugh Jackman reached out. It was pretty badass. Like one of the, uh one of the international soccer teams, they reached out and like sending him money or quitting. We're your buddies, all of that. You know, the only reach out that I saw that I was like that was like worthwhile was there was this MMA dojo that said, Hey Quaden, we'll give you free lessons. To me, that's an appropriate reach out. Like, obviously, this is a kid that doesn't know how to defend himself. This is a kid that doesn't have the self-confidence that he's required because he does have a disability. So let's help his confidence. Let's help his confidence by showing him just because you're small doesn't mean you can't defend yourself. And in fact, because you're small, you have a lot more leeway because if Quaden was my son, I would be like, if a motherfucker fucks with you, you hit him in the nuts. Because yes, as as a regular sized boy, I would not advocate that. But because first off, you guys are cowards. Like I'm half your size and you're picking on me. Yes, yeah. I'm going to hit you in the fucking nuts and then run if you have to because you have less tools perhaps than other kids. But this is why you're utilizing this particular toolbox. Yeah. But no... You're not gonna kill yourself, and then and then also like I imagine, imagine um, Peter Dinklage, the the Tyrion from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm sure he's endured certain certain things in his in his life, but Shit, his character, yeah. was it, like how he basically endured being like the 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 black sheep of the family, mm-hmm. you know, the ugly duckling, if you will, and. A lot of great stuff came from that. As terrible as it sounds, like sometimes, because the mind, the mind works. The mind. Well, look at Stephen Hawking's. Look at a a a bunch of people that have had physical disabilities and ailments, but the mind overcompensates. Like, all right, well, I don't have this toolbox, but I have this toolbox. I have this. I have that. So you can still develop this kid. To be very well-rounded, a little bit of martial arts, a, li- a little bit of being able to defend yourself, a little bit of 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 of, of confidence, a little bit of wit, a, a little a little less of running away from your problems. Hey, all of you, stop! Honestly, all you're doing yeah. is making those kids want to do it even more. Stop picking on my kid! Stop it! Stop it! I give you a story about when when I was I was I wasn't the the best young lad like i remember like i was in 
sixth or seventh grade in the neighborhood riding bikes and there was this kid um a few blocks away and like mind you at that age like, i was running with some street kids like i wasn't running with like sheltered kids and yeah. stuff like that it was it was street kids from from around the neighborhood and <clears throat> there was this kid who like he had he had wrestlers and like uh he was like very sheltered and his and his and his mom. I remember because we always used to like talk, tell him that shit. His mom had a big old ass, like just like a big ass ass. So, so like we would. But again, he would like get get pissed about that stuff. Yeah. So I guess one day, like we, we were teasing him or whatever. He felt it went too far. He went inside. He cried to his mom, and she came out and said. Well, this on this block, like she didn't even know where I lived. So, like, I really like to me, it was no hose bar. Now, like every time I see you, you're getting it because yeah. your mom doesn't even know my parents. See, my friend that lived on that block, she knew those parents, so he had to tone it down. But me, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm you're you're getting it even worse now because because of that. Yeah. Versus, like every other kid that like you know you you tease or pick on or whatever that like lashes back or fights back. They kind of end up becoming your friend, yeah. Because you're like, oh, okay, like, well, shit, like, you're not a victim. You're you're on the same shit we're on. That's my point. Is is that's a perfect example right there? Is that sometimes that's not, yeah, it's not the right way to go about things. Yeah, so you just have to fight back in different ways, you know. I well, remember we do, that happened in school. Wow. We we do live in an age and in an era where parents are real big on like sheltering yeah, their kids. It's the worst, the worst mistake you could make. Yeah, like no, don't you can't go over there. Remove them from the bullying rather than isn't it like way more productive to teach them to combat the bullying because not only are they conquering the situation but yeah. they're also getting a sense of encouragement like oh shit yeah. like and also, like, learning how to work, deal with people, like, psychologically is like, all right, well, this person is on that. But if I challenge them here, they're going to fall the fuck back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember, actually, I remember, uh, well, actually, now, now there's two. Because I was going to say, uh, I'll give you a little story. When I was younger, uh, it was the same, it was a similar situation. These kids were 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 trying to bully me. Mm-hmm. I felt... That was a confusing situation in the sense of, well, I haven't done anything to you motherfuckers. So I, I asked my parents to see, like, what, what their thoughts are on it, which, again, is, like, the base. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where I get my information and my strength at that young age. Like, okay, what should I do? These motherfuckers are apparently smarter than me. What do I do? Help! <laughs> <laughs> and then they both said, you know, hey, if they keep bothering you, do what you have to do fight them and if you get like suspended or whatever it is what it is so sure enough i get in 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 a fight with them and like you said they end up liking me because of it and that 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 was it that was that was the solution yeah um and then there was a situation when i was older uh it was my it was like my second job it was best buy and uh, the guy in geek squad was like a indian dude real and indian people are very like nice kind of laid back very docile people yeah. they're not very aggressive dude this lady was letting them have it about her computer she's like oh fuck you this is that so then I, i'm like in the back and then he comes and says, i don't know what to do mm-hmm. and then i was like, i can help you but i mean i can only tell her like what do you need me to tell her 
and then yeah, I could be there with you, and then I'll translate that. So then he's like, okay, this we got to do this, but it's going to be this way, but we could waive this fee, whatever, try and work our way around that. Mm-hmm. So when I started talking to her, she started talking to me how she was talking to him. And then I was like, ma'am, I was like, if you're going to talk like that, I could just call security and you can get the hell out of here because I'm trying to help you out. And then, and then she was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, and then all of a sudden everything was toned down. And then she's like, well, it's cause I was like, all right, cool. Well, listen, I'm trying to help you. Blah, blah, blah. That's me handling kind of somebody that's bullying him and trying to bully me. Now that's just understanding and living life and being older and understanding like, listen, you're erratic. I'm not going to be able to help you if I can't help you and you're going to keep yelling at me. I'm just going to remove you from here. Yeah. Right. What, what what would you do? Like you know, like if if you didn't know what to do, well, the Indian dude kind of did that. He kind of ran off into the background and was like, his hands <laughs> waving, like, what the fuck do I do? And and that's that's the the key is like these solutions that you that you that you come up with when you're younger and you're dealing with kids who are tribal. Um, those are solutions that'll stay with you for the rest of your life, and that you'll understand because like your brain. Just fucking logs this shit in. It's like a logbook. Boom, 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 boom. And you're creating a person or you're help developing a person that's less inclined to fall into the traps of like peer pressure and stuff like that because you develop such a strong sense of self that you're like, well, no, I don't have to do that. No. All right. Well, if you don't like me because I don't do that, then you're not really my friend. Nah, like you motherfuckers are weak. I don't need to be on that shit versus damn like the only way i can survive is if i stay close to the tribe and the group and the herd so fuck they're all doing drugs let me do that they're all drinking and driving let me do that you know what i'm saying some, some dewey cox ass shit <laughs> which that movie was pretty badass but that's neither here nor there now that's the whole bullying aspect and i felt that that's been done wrong televising it you know what i mean it's not it's not good for the boy who's going to go back to school. Eventually. You know? And if yeah. even if he doesn't go back to that school, it'll be another school. Yeah. So, so you know, I could already see kids, oh, what, what are you going to do, Quaden? Tell the news about us or some yeah. shit? You know? <laughs> like, exactly. Fuck. And then it's just going to get worse with bullies, you know? Yeah. Um, now, the other realm of this whole situation was when everything just flipped over. Mm-hmm. And people were like, this is a child actor. He's actually 18 years old. And it literally went from, well, let's help this kid out to fuck this kid. He fucking scammed us all. And then all these pictures, all these videos, him doing different things, him and Gucci and fucking Yeezys and all that shit. And then going all the way from, from that to, oh, no, 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 he is nine years old and he was bullied. And here's like some other background information about him. It was pretty pretty crazy to see that because it reminded me of um what, what, what was uh that gorilla's name harambe <laughs> it reminded me a lot of the harambe situation like you'll care but you won't really care you know what i mean nah, like yeah you don't really oh, no, most quite, of these people don't really care yeah and, and like the solutions that you were talking about about oh let's give them three hundred dollars three hundred thousand dollars rather to go to Disneyland, well, you don't need three hundred thousand dollars to go to Disneyland, and also money doesn't, and Disneyland doesn't have the answers that Quaden needs. Yeah, motherfuckers has bigger problems than that. 
you know, oh, let's let's have them take the first pitch. Like this just shows that motherfuckers care, but like you're still the people that want to bully you are still going to bully you. So there's <clears throat> there was no solution there. Yet you bought into this whole justice for Quaden, poor kid, victim. Yeah. Like that's victimhood. That's my whole point. Yeah. Is like you you've taught that kid that it's more beneficial and you get more result by being a victim <clears throat> rather than rather than being able to stand up for yourself and that's detrimental to him that's detrimental to his growth and and especially for having an ailment you know yeah. what i'm saying and no i i i can't rock with it i can't rock with it at all but yeah. that is the time that we live in where people are like oh well uh, my my child's not gonna be subject to this. I'm taking them out of the school. I'm gonna you're I'm uh, I'm gonna tell the parents all of this and all of that. Versus, well, looks like life is starting to happen to you because it happens to all of us. Yeah. Let me start preparing you for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't I simply don't don't rock with it. Yeah. So so it was it was a pretty pretty crazy situation. And I felt also it exposed the sheep like behavior of people sometimes 100 percent. and poor him oh fuck him oh yeah poor him again and and what and what that what all of that what all of that develops into because i think the world could use a, a much stronger dose of people with individuality and and independence and and self-thought and self-awareness and i think those are the moments that teach an individual to become that you know what i'm saying that those are character building moments and i just don't feel like the parent capitalized very very well off of it um for the better of the of the kid yeah so next segment fuck bitches get money (laughs) (laughs) uh what so the other day we we were we were walking and you said you saw that tweet and the tweet said from what was it life math money yeah and you said that 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 tweet struck you because it says there's a certain wisdom in the phrase fuck bitches get money yeah and i was like i think there is so i saw your retweet and i retweeted with a comment saying the possible possibly a podcast episode topic what struck you about that particular phrase or that particular tweet containing the phrase? Yeah. Well, the phrase, see, the thing is with us, we're very, we have basically the South side of Chicago ingrained in us. So we look at this, something like that. And where someone might say, wow, that's a shit ass quote. Oh man, what the fuck? That person needs to watch the derogatory, Derogatory and all of that. Yeah. You know, they'll look at it from a certain angle that, that we wouldn't even, you know. Think of it. Yeah. yeah. We grew up listening to hip-hop, so fuck bitches get money. That that does have a lot of wisdom, and that's something that we actually would appreciate. So seeing someone online tweeting that and saying there's a certain amount of wisdom was very, like, ape-like. Yeah. <laughs> for for lack of a better term. And I was like, oh, man, that, that's, that's pretty badass. Like, I'm glad that people appreciate these things, not for what, you know, because... But what is it particularly about the phrase that you find <clears throat> to be in agreement with the wisdom of it? And well, that's 
where, in my opinion, it, it goes into the whole disregard women. Acquire currency. Acqu- acquire currency. Like when you you change how it's how it's uh, expressed. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because it, it could be like a double entendre, really. Like, it could be fuck women, get money, you know, that in, the, in that literal sense. But I feel like the the deeper meaning which is which is that is is something that obviously was expressed by uh, well i remember it being on tupac's hit him up and i remember it being uh, oh my god like that tenant is on yeah. in almost every rap album ever yeah maybe not in that particular like yeah like i'm saying the actual him, quote yeah. yeah and biggie uh used it a lot too um I'm not sure who was first, but <clears throat> the one thing about hip hop before us growing up, uh, even when we were kids, from us growing up, it did have that very like that very they they liked the whole thing of well, this is a capitalistic world. Let's make money. Let's let's make moves. We're doing this. It was e- even like even the darker material, which was like oh, the drug dealer. You were the drug dealer, not the drug doer user, or user, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, you weren't that guy, which now in today's day and age, it's like, oh, shit, I'm I'm fucking pilled out. Yeah. And, and that that's cool. So the, the whole aura of what hip-hop was at the time, and even, even the fact that, like, they were so big on, like, what Donald Trump was. It was, oh, this is a fucking billionaire. Dude, yeah. dude gets all the women. Dude, dude gets makes all the moves. I felt like that is something that is worth thinking about. Like, at, at a young age, and even as you get older, it, it, should women be your primary concern? Well, you know? well that and that's where, where I find... And I think that it, it cuts straight through through the heart of the matter. And where I find the wisdom in it is there's this uh, quote in the movie that Chris Rock, he's in it. And I think he wrote it. I'm not sure if he directed it. I think I love my wife. Yes. Yeah. And in there, one of the bosses tells him, an older white dude tells him, you can lose a lot of money chasing women you'll never lose women chasing money never and and it's like and i and you see that it 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 hit him it hit him like so profoundly because in this movie he's contemplating cheating on his wife with some girl from his past that's like super hot or whatever and is like very sexual and she's very has a very sexualized image versus his wife that's sort of Bland, if you will. Yeah. And he's considering, you know, having a romp with this chick, you know, because I guess he's not 100% satisfied at, at home. But even the wisdom that the dude tells him, depending on how you apply it, can be used in many different facets of life. Like, for instance, imagine a guy in that case. Or, or, or the argument that we've made of how sometimes married and more stable people in stable, good, healthy relationships are able to grow f- faster and have more upward mobility because it's like, well, 
I got I got my wife, I got my significant other, we got our plans, we got our dreams. So now like I'm very goal orientated. Like I'm I'm family orientated, yeah. but I'm goal orientated. So while there's a lot of guys that are looking to like get all of this and build all of this so they could attract women, that ain't even like my mindset. My mindset is like these people, my people, my wife, my kids, whatever, I'm building for them. Even fuck bitches get money even applies to that because yeah, it's yeah. almost like saying fuck bitches fuck those outside distractions get money for what's important yeah so you could take that so many different ways yeah look at tony montana and, it, and scarface it, yeah i was going to use that as as an example also yeah. him and manolo in in the sense of like uh, you know they're they because obviously manolo wanted women he was to the point he was even sticking his tongue out at them which is hilarious <laughs> and then we always joke when she's like a lesbian yeah, that's a very funny part but but pretty much the 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 wiser of the two told him well no you don't do it like that you you get the money you get the power then you get the women like it's one yeah. of those things that it'll come yeah. it'll 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 come versus like you're you're focused on the wrong things at the wrong time and also if you we look at it that saying and that phrase from an economic standpoint one is one has a rate of return and one oftentimes does not have a yeah. rate of return in many yeah. cases the bitches the women however you want to put it in many cases, there is no rate of return. No. If you get the right one, yes, there could be no. a limitless rate of return. Yeah. And and that's a beautiful thing. More but in the age yeah. and the day that we live in, in this society, no, a yeah. lot of times there is no rate of return. So you didn't spend all your money on this one that there is no rate of return. And then if and when she leaves, it doesn't work out, whatever the case, then you have none of the other versus, yeah. well, I have plenty of this. Enough of this where I could get many other many others of you because you're not you're not, you know, down for me or whatever the case and I could continue I could t continue my growth and upward mobility. Yeah, and and, <clears throat> and um I feel that that should be that should be what you're concerned about regardless just because like like I would say even in today's and, and, day and age, but not money in the sense of just money, it's more of like you got to look at it more philosophically in the yeah. sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I on? What am I doing that uh, uh, acquires me these resources, this money, whatever? Yeah. You know, versus, oh, I'm just so focused on these women. Yeah, you, you're very right. Because also money, it, it could be used for many things, right? It could be, it could also be used to destroy your, your life. Mm -hmm. So in the, in the way that I say or that I that I look at it more than just money it's like like you said purpose and also like living a fuller life see yeah. because like okay if you have a ferrari that's nice but like that doesn't make your life better it's just a nice little accessory that you have yeah and if you have like a rolex watch you could have just went to like walmart and got like a cheap watch well and that's why like the 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 fuck bitches portion of the phrase also goes to not just like women, but also in the sense of like, fuck bitch ass people in the sense that don't be so worried about impressing those that don't matter. Because in many cases, the Rolex, the Ferrari, 
those things that you just gave an example of, yeah. in many cases, those are to impress others. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, well, you're, you're, you maybe you're getting money, but you're also using that same money to impress these people. So you're not disregarding these people versus if you disregarded these people and just focused on the money, the assets, the upward mobility, you might find yourself in a more happy situation because you're no longer seeking to impress those that you need not impress, but those that are worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's 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 very it's very important to keep level headed when it comes, especially younger, because like you know how you said in today's day and age, I feel like even in the seventies you started seeing the change in women, like with the whole hippies and yeah. Oh, so and, and then you see the uh, what is the Scarface was made in the eighties, so you started seeing that like most of the time, like it's going to be very hard to find that one girl that's going to be well let's let's build you know yeah and it, i would let that shit kind of be more so organic than than you really actively like oh i need to find you know what i mean like in most cases i feel like it's something that if you're building you are going to encounter other people that are also building yeah. and it's just like shit well look at this little city i've built damn look at this little city i've built Let's create a mega city because yeah. like we we've built this versus versus the like the gold digger approach. Like, I'm trying to find me. And that's another thing that another badass reason why that phrase is so important. Fuck bitches get money because it makes gold diggers a lot easier to disregard, a lot easier to spot, a lot easier to kick to the curb. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's I don't know. I, I feel I, I, that line is really one of the reasons why I always say like hip hop is the best genre genre of music because that that's just such a like just so so like in your face like so street like fuck bitches get money and you could really disregard that line you could like someone that that like just never listen to hip hop and all they listen to is like rock or you know, some country, they hear that, they'll be like, oh, that shit is, whoa, I don't like that. Yeah. You get the fuck away from me. And and, and it's like, you're really doing that line of, uh, a disservice. You're really doing a disservice to yourself by not really looking into something like that and actually breaking it down, kind of like the way that we, we just did. Because you, you learn that a lot of it really doesn't matter where you're from, no. What what class it's you're a, in? It's a tenant that if you apply in proper fashion, yeah, can help you become more successful. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No matter what your background is, yeah. And if you see and look and analyze many successful people, you'll see that that's a tenant that they more than likely applied at some point in their life. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and 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 that's what's so that's what's so funny, and is it's it, it it sort of is connected to this article that I was reading in pre-production about how this real radical feminist was saying how in order for feminists to grow and be what they need to be, they need to abolish the family unit, and I find that interesting, and I connected to this in the sense of well, fuck her, no, but uh, <laughs> no, no, but uh, no, I I connected. In the sense of the other day, I was remember the other day you and I, we were having a phone conversation 
and we were talking about we couldn't remember the name of the show but we were talking about michael j fox and how inside the actor studio he had that interview where he was talking about how he would film the show during the day that he was on yeah. and then at night he would film back to the future and how he wasn't getting much sleep but he remembers that as being one of the best most productive times in his life because it pretty much made him a legend like whatever yeah. time frame that was six months a year or whatever of yeah. like grinding it out he's forever known hall of fame one of the most renowned movies of all time yeah a, a real famous show all of that stuff we couldn't remember the name well the name of it was family ties so because oh. of like i remember the name i was looking at it and i happened to be i happened to be on youtube and i started scrolling through clips of that show and if you remember the premise of the show, in that show, his parents were like reformed hippies. Like they they had they had uh they you know they had a family or whatever, but they yeah. were from the hippie era, Woodstock, all of that. And yeah. he was a young Republican conservative. Like his ideology was totally different from his parents. Yeah, it reminded me of us in the sense of like how I, our ideology is very different from like the city that we grew up in and the city that yeah. bred us. Mm-hmm. But also what I found very funny about that is how they're saying and many economists and studies are showing how Generation Z is slated to be more conservative than millennials and Gen X, which birth Generation Z. And you're wondering if it's going some households are going to look somewhat like that in a different form, but somewhat like that. But how I equate it, all of that, all of what I just said to, to the phrase fuck bitches get money is that in in the in the connection that I made about how sometimes it's important to just focus on 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 what's prevalent and disregard women and disregard other distractions you do see that certain families especially especially like Reagan era Republicans how there was a lot of wealth built and it was built for their families and you see you see that because that wealth was built with for their families and there was like unity in those families those families were able to pass down wealth through generations and mm-hmm. one thing that i saw in this in this uh feminist article where she's saying we need to abolish the family unit she the that feminist that radicalized feminist was saying well that's not fair because that generational wealth should be for everybody, not just those families. And again, it's one of those things because of what you believe in and where your ide- ideology stems from doesn't apply certain principles that a man or the leader of a household did in fuck bitches get money. Yeah. Now he has generational wealth for his children and you're over here talking about, well, that wealth should be everybody's. So it's just, I, I, I brought all of that in to say and make the connection that sometimes a certain tenant that could seem so slanderous and, 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 and boisterous and derogatory, if looked at in the right way, if applied in the right way, can create generational wealth versus people being vic, quote unquote victims. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just, that's just a testament to how powerful four words are yeah and not only that but like it's it's very funny how how you can look at people who have money and say that they're greedy yet 
you want to take that money and spread it with everyone else. Well, isn't that greedy too? Like, don't you see the 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 real greed here? Something that you didn't earn that you right. want from somebody. Or at what point? At yeah. what point do you look at? Well, while he, that guy, and his family, his great grandfather, his father, whatever the case, him himself, while they were disregarding women, disregarding women getting money, I was at the club drinking. Yeah. I wasn't disregarding women. In fact, I was having a blast with women, going on vacation, spending all my money on women. Well, now I have nothing and they have everything. So <laughs> that's my point. Now it, they have all the women. Right. And it's like, damn, they have all the money and all the women and I have neither. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So so just a, just an interesting standpoint and, and, and perspective. Oh, yeah. Finally. What is going on with the Democratic Party? Mike Bloomberg, <laughs> his first presidential debate. Some say he's trying to buy the election. Some say he's done. He got massacred. What do you think? I think that when we were talking about the Quaden situation, had someone started in the middle of that conversation, they would have thought we were talking about Bloomberg. Yeah, <laughs> no lie. Like the way he got massacred. <laughs> Mini Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mini Mike was getting destroyed. And for the life of me, like, did you not see that coming? You're the billionaire. You're the billionaire. <laughs> like, you should have already had a a, a, a a couple lines for all of them when they said, when they talked about those, uh, the fucking, the, the, the agreements he had with the women. Um, when it came to, I, I just no answers like it was it was very awkward they'll they'll like body him and then he'll just look and he'll just stay quiet to to use and, and it to was use, cool uh, uh, a dark night analogy as i very much like to do mini mike was the mob in in the dark night and yeah. by and um and warren and and sanders were the joker like <laughs> Your money means nothing here. Your <laughs> yeah. money means that because see Mike Bloomberg which I can understand. <clears throat> I think Mike Bloomberg his perspective was cuz if if you think about it, imagine yourself being somewhat removed from society in terms of like what goes on every day because he is very much removed from society. He doesn't have that pizzazz that Trump has like I'm not saying Trump isn't removed from society. Like I don't, I'm not saying that Trump is living in the slums. But Trump will walk the ground floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Trump ain't gonna be. He might not eat lunch with the motherfuckers, but like he's gonna walk down there and be like, "All right, what's going on? Whatever." Bloomberg, Hillary, those types, they don't do that. They don't know. They don't know what's going yeah. on 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 the ground floor. They're not familiar whatsoever. So I think. Mike Bloomberg came in from the perspective. Huh? They don't have that character that not only that, but they they just don't have the wants or the need or the care really to know what are the concerns of the people down there. They can yeah. they're concerned when it benefits them like election, but you don't you don't really know like well what would these people vote for versus Trump very much does know what these people will vote for. Yeah. And it's organic. It's not like damn, my PR person is telling me what these people want me to say. No, I already know. That's why I can go off script so much because I know what's going on in the world. Organic is the key word too because Bloomberg is already set to break the record for uh, paid ads. 
It just means nothing. Right. Money doesn't mean everything. So, so you have that. So you have that perspective. So you add that to the fact that he is probably looking at it like, wow, these motherfuckers have really lost their mind. They really have lost their mind. So I could just buy my way into this thing and people are going to vote for me because they're not going to vote for them because they're, they're, they're bonkers. Yeah. And another thing that I've predicted some time ago, I think we might be starting to see the development of three parties. Because the Democrats have no identity. And you see the Bidens and, and the Buttigieg's and the Bloomberg trying to be like more moderate. Clinton-esque. I, I wouldn't. Maybe I would say the only one that's Clinton-esque is Bloomberg. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah. like the, the other two, they're a lot more liberal than Clinton was. Yeah. Bill Clinton. But they're 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 still more moderate than Warren and Sanders. Klobuchar, I don't even know why she's still there. You could just go. Um, so you have that, you have that, and and this guy came in and he's like probably is like, damn, I could just like buy my way in. Yeah, money handles this, money handles that, but money doesn't handle like how you handle organic exchanges. Yeah, and money like there's no amount of money that could fix that. And he did an awful, awful yeah. job. And I was just seeing a tweet. I actually retweeted. This guy was saying, I guess there's another debate Tuesday. He's like, if he doesn't like fix it by Tuesday, he's done. He might yeah. as well just like pack it up and leave. Well, just just put Trump in his shoes when they were attacking them. Trump would have somehow flipped it on them. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Because a lot of it, too, is just like the way that you take in the information and the way you just rebuttal them. You know, the way, like, I remember when, when, when they tried that in, in the primaries against them. It's like, well, yeah, you know, uh, because here we have, a, like, a billionaire like him who could just buy an election or something. Some, some in the same realm of Bloomberg. And he's like, yeah, you didn't tell me that when I, uh, I bought into, you know, I funded your shit. And then dude, like, didn't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> it's like he... He knew, like, yeah, whatever you use, I'm just going to fucking throw it back at you because yeah. fuck you. Well, well the, that was the one good thing that Bloomberg did. Like, his one solid rebuttal was with Bernie saying, like, wow, it is, it's, a, it's a great country we live in when a socialist could have three houses and be a millionaire. Yeah. That was, that was yep. like, all right, that was, that was appropriate for the way that they're attacking you. Or you, when he called... they uh, pulled out the Tommy guns on his oh, ass. Oh, hell yeah. do 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 fucking terry cruz's ass on street kings but or when he called uh bernie uh, he's like well communism isn't gonna fix he's like you guys want to kill capitalism and 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 uh bernie didn't really have an answer for that but it was like he would do it in spurts and then just stop like or or he would just let them dictate when he could have his time and and you just can't do that because you knew they were all gonna team up against you come on now Warren came war ready. She was the one. Yeah, she, I was the most impressed with her. She did. Well, you, you and I talked about this before. She did to him what what uh, Tulsi Gabbard did to uh, Kamala Harris. Just, yeah. I'm 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 gonna destroy you. Yeah, annihilation. And what's fucked up about Bloomberg? And I think that's why the Democratic Party is so weak. 
they're not principled at all. They he doesn't stand on anything like the non-disclosure agreements. She pressed him on non-disclosure oh, agreements, yeah. and her being a law professor, knowing the validity of non-disclosure agreements. But again, let's see how weak this motherfucker is. Let's see if he'll cave to this bullshit. Yeah. Sure enough, he caved. Yeah, I'll release three of the non-disclosure agreements. Stick to your guns, nah. Like, what do you what do you want to know? Yeah. That's a legal agreement that we made. That's none of your business, frankly. And they got their settlement money. They got their money. It's it's over. Moving on. Moving on. No matter how much you bring it up or whatever, yeah. it's a it's a non-issue. That and then his rebuttal or his reneging on stop and frisk. Yeah. Because this is the thing that's a huge misconception. And even uh, one of the other candidates, I think it was Biden, misspoke about stop and frisk. Stop and frisk is not unconstitutional. What was unconstitutional was the way that the judge saw that the uh, the New York Police Department was implementing it. So him yeah. saying, oh, well, you had an unconstitutional thing. If I was Bloomberg, I would have been like, well... The, the, the way the department was implementing it was unconstitutional. We did change the policy and it did yield a lot of results, yeah. positive results, because it's true. New York used to be one of the most violent cities in the nation. Yep. It yielded positive re re results. So you're like backtracking on all the good you did because of something that really wasn't your fault because, yeah, you're down with stop and frisk, but you're not there at every stop and frisk situation being able to watchdog how the police implement it. Yeah, yeah. Shit, it would be hard even as a department just off the get-go if cops aren't doing it right. Oh, it trickles down to, well, you're not doing that. You're getting ridden up for this. You can, you know what I mean? It's a trickle-down situation which you can't, you can't control individuals like that. And so the one successful thing that you do have, you're, you're backing up on it. Same thing with, with how like Clinton was real tough on crime, yeah. Bill Clinton. And when Hillary <laughs> was running at every time he spoke for her, he had to say, yeah, I was wrong. I, I, no, you weren't. That was actually a good thing that you did. Yeah. Like, which we should be tougher on crime. Yeah, yeah. But they backtrack, and because they lack principles, that's, they're, they're falling apart. Yeah, and that's the that's the far left, basically controlling what they can or can't say. You saw Bernie. Uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders. He had a rally, and then, you know. They're supposed to be your supporters, but yet they're going on stage with their snatching tits out, the mic. <laughs> snatching the mic, throwing shit on themselves and protesting God knows what. And, and you're like, well, you allowed this, yeah. you know, you should, first of all, you should never have let her snatch the mic from you. That's first of all. Then secondly, you just like after that, it's over with, but it's like, well, you, you caved in to this nonsense. So now you have to live. Like you said, and, and that's this is all of this woke. makes it where I feel that our predictions of what the future holds for the Republican Party is success after success after success. Because if there starts to become three parties, that third party will be fractioned off from within the Democratic Party. It's not like we have somebody far right in office and then the the people running against them are far left and then the third party develops from the middle yeah trump is not that far right no bernie and elizabeth warren are far left and 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 the biden's the Buttigieg's, the bloomberg's they're trying to break off a piece from yeah. within that far leftness yeah 
it's not like they're that far removed from it. So now you're, you're it's going to be a thing where it's like, well, shit, the most logical ones, the ones that have any identity are the Republicans. And at least the economy is good. At least this motherfucker didn't start World War Three. <clears throat> at least there's more money in my pocket. At least my home value has gone up. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to go with this guy. At least this motherfucker ain't going to take away my health care. And, and don't make no mistake about it. Like they needed what. What basically Trump was to the Republican Party, they needed that because there was like 20 people on stage. They didn't know what the fuck they wanted, and that's why he came in. And he's like this. Even even when it came to, to border, he was the only one that was aggressive on that. It was like, listen, build a fucking wall. So he came in, and he stood on his points, and he was, he was the one that wanted it, mm-hmm. and that completely changed the Republican Party because like they were – in a way, lost too. Like they, they didn't were. know what the fuck they wanted. This, you know, fast forward to to the Democratic debates. It was the same thing. Twenty million candidates. Now, okay, now it's shortened to, to six. God knows what the fuck, because like you said, there's like two, three factions here and there. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. So, there isn't that one clear candidate that that's bringing the the light the lights in. Like, oh, this is how we're gonna go. This is the route we're gonna take. There's none of that. It's like, well, shit. This is, this is, this is bad. And not only that, like, it, it's Sanders is winning now. He's kind of becoming the primary. You know, this is going to be the front runner. It looks and, like, and it. if it is, like, it's not a. This is not a, a a situation that's very suitable for him. And even him as the front runner, it's kind of like with reluctance. Like yeah, it's there's not a lot of like enthusiasm yeah. behind him. Not only that, have you seen the the okay, so the Iowa caucus and and uh, the other different caucuses that that have happened since uh the Republican for well, mind you, it's only Trump. But people are still going out of their way to vote in record numbers and then for them it's for the Democrats it's record lows. Yeah. So that's bad. That that doesn't signal too much excitement for you guys. Yeah. You guys are, you need some excitement. Because if not, you're going to get them the divorce papers. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it being good for them. And I wonder at, at what point, I mean, obviously the election is, is still some time away. If there is a loss for the Democrats in, in the 2020 election, what then? What then? Because by all accounts, it seems like two years from them, House will, will the the House will be Republican, the Senate will be Republican, President will be Republican, and then imagine if in two years they start to groom a Republican for for twenty twenty four to take over after Trump. Yeah, I mean, what does that what does that do? What does that do for them? You know what I'm saying? Is that yeah. the end? Because James Carville, uh, uh, Democratic strategist, he's been speaking out very vocally against the Bernie Brigade, and his prediction is somewhat similar to mine in the sense of this could be the end of the Democratic Party, like as we know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, f- for a very long time, We've been breaking down the fact that these these guys are not sitting and strategizing. That part, like, it does make me feel good that, like, people can go back 
and like look at the predictions we've made on yeah. the show and like how how spot on we are not just yeah. about this but about some of the legal troubles with trump the impeachment thing yeah. Yeah. the the whole uh the the blue wave that never came that like we made a yeah. lot of predictions about this stuff and that's because you and i are very much on as i phrased earlier in the episode on the ground level like we talk to people we know people yeah. we hear people's concerns people that know because there's a lot of motherfuckers that don't know shit about this stuff yeah, yeah. and it's whatever but instagram but, facebook and snapchat ain't gonna fucking speak for for people on the ground people flesh to flag yeah. it's just fucking social media i mean come on this and, and and if you really think about social media who's on social media you know it's a certain fragment of people it's not the same as when you're talking face to face of people seeing what's going on in front of you uh what's going on in your state the laws you know uh business the the, the economy it, it's a lot more than just like oh headlines you know yeah. and, and and i mean if you go back to 2016 Everything was supposed to be Trump loses, Trump loses, Trump is losing, Trump's looking bad, and then he wins. So there you saw a disconnect in what the polls, quote-unquote, uh, what the headlines and, and what, 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 what you were seeing on the news and in social media as opposed to what really did happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, very, it's very important to note that. Not only that, but then who's... Who are you going to find on social media more? People in urban surroundings, urban you know, cities. Those are left. So that's already sways your mind to a certain 100%. mode of thought. Because like motherfuckers in certain places in, in, in different states, they're not worried about what the fuck is, you know, like the, the new dance and Fortnite and all that shit. No, I got shit to do. I'm doing and, other and, stuff. And in more rural areas, those people are already in a way more connected yeah, yeah. They're more like face to face. Oh, you're coming it's, over for dinner versus oh, so and so is over there. I haven't seen them in six months. Type shit. Yeah, because the busy life of the of the city, one hundred percent. So it's it's a lot different, and I feel that we as as people should not only think through our our filter, like oh, and what we what we see in only our environment. You have to look beyond that, and the different you know what makes the United States the United States. Yeah. You know, and uh, shit, as you've put it, they're they're fragmented and it's looking bad for them. Uh, and there's really no excitement. So uh, it, it's, it looks very bad right now for them right now. Like it looks like 2024 is their next like big moment for a presidential candidate. But uh, I guess we'll see. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, and Google. If you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog pops up. And follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. We are out. See you next week. Peace. Peace.